everybody. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work with your host, Shannon and Abby. Hey. It's Gail. And Gail, sorry. I haven't, I'm not used to it. Are you introducing yourself as Gail these days? I mean, my Starbucks order is Gail. So. I know. But like you meet someone oh, for the no. first time. Are you like, hey, I'm Gail? No, I feel like it's not the same if I say it. Like coming out of my mouth just isn't the same. Okay. I could see you that. Know. Yeah. Like you don't want to come right out with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get that. Do you... Never mind. <laughs> How was your memorial day? I feel like I'm like so off right now because I just spent the last like hour sitting in traffic and I was going to say like, that'll do it to you. But do you ever listen to the same song for an entire car ride? I do it. We we talked about, we do the same thing on the plane. Yeah. Like I always listen to the same song on repeat. I literally was just listening to Summertime Sadness Remix by <gasps> Lana Del Rey for an entire like hour long car ride. And I feel like I'm like going insane so that by the end of it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I listened to this one like three minute song the whole time. That's like, a good bop though to listen it's to. so good. And I feel like cruising down the highway, like, it makes me feel like like hot and thin and like, <laughs> like, like, I feel like my hair feels like luscious. It just has that vibe. But how was your Memorial Day? Mine was good. I honestly spent it um, drinking around Boston and yeah. binge watching Stranger Things season four. So. Okay. No, I'm glad you brought up Stranger Things because I personally have not watched season four yet. Okay. But like everyone I was with, like on Sunday and Monday had watched it and they yeah. were like extremely disturbed. I've never heard people talk about a show like this before oh yeah so i'm very curious it's um i'm not gonna lie i was afraid to go to the bathroom at night oh my gosh it's that bad i mean okay there are scary and creepy parts yes the entirety no but like the bad guy is like definitely not great and like I'm not going to give any spoilers, but, like, there's definitely some fucked up scenes. And they honestly had to put, like, a warning. Oh, really? Like, at the beginning of the first episode. <clears throat> because it's, like, a little disturbing. But it's so good. I literally watched it in one weekend. So, that's that. And the episodes are an hour and 15 minutes. Oh. It's so weird to think about because when Stranger Things came out when we were juniors in college for the first time. And it was, like, the mm-hmm. first ever Netflix original show. And I remember it was, like, hyped up a ton. Yeah. And I liked it. The first season I thought was really cute and kind of spooky, but in, like, kind of, like, an eerie, like, detective vibe way. Season two I thought was scary. Like, I actually got nightmares from season two. Oh, then don't watch so season So people four. were, like, if you... Because f- I was like, oh, my gosh, wasn't season two scary? And people were like, no. Like, if you thought that was scary, you shouldn't watch the new one because I'm such a baby. Yeah. And it's sad because it's kids. Like, I feel like weird when sh- weird shit happens to kids, it's just, like, not... Like on the show. I don't want to say anything because I don't want to give it away. Yeah. But I feel it's like really good. If you're into, like, I feel like if you're into shows like that, like, it's a little, what would you classify it as? Like, um, sci fi, maybe? Yeah. Kind of, like, yeah. Sci fi, yeah. kind of like murder, action, like, extraterrestrial, like, vibes. I feel like you'd like it. Yeah. It was good. But other than that, um, I honestly felt like a tourist this weekend. Like we bopped around 
honestly, Boston, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we went out every single night. Like we did something. We went out to eat, got drinks, whatever. And we took public transportation. Like we took the tea around. We took the blue bikes. Like I felt like a real Boston tourist. We honestly were saying like walking around, like it's kind of fun to be a tourist in your own city. We were this close to going on a duck boat. Like stop. Like that. Close. No, I don't know if I would have talked I to know. you ever again. I know. I know. So funny because I was in Boston with my mom over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and she literally was like, wait, why are there so many people on these duck boats? Like, that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> have you been on one? They go no. in the water and on land. Yeah. I like, so I don't cool. like, I don't like tours. I have like a weird fear of tours. Oh, you didn't go on a tour in Chicago? No. You didn't? I, I would rather die than go on a tour. Okay. But the boat tours in Chicago, you get to see all the beautiful we almost architecture. It was sick. Okay. The architecture tour is yeah. different, but like a regular run of the mill tour, like I hate it. Wait, there's also, we were walking from the North End one night and we just see like people getting all aboard like the ghost tour. Oh. Bus. And I was like, is there like a, is there something in Boston that I don't know about? Yeah, I see a lot of those ghost tour buses in Boston and I'm very confusing. But think about it. It's like one of the oldest towns. Yeah. It's yeah, I Boston's guess there's a lot so of history. old. Like, there must be some creepy shit that we but, don't know about. I'm happy I don't. But how do we not know about it? I don't want to know. Like, True. there's probably, like, places we go that are, like, sketchy. I guess ignorance is bliss. It truly is. But yours? I know you were with the fam this weekend. Um, Yes. Yeah, so, I went to my dad's race in Connecticut, Lime Rock, at Lime Rock Racetrack. It was so fun. Like, I had a blast. Yeah. Um, it My dad fun. races cars, and he recently started doing like trans am racing which is like considered professional racing it's like a type of car and it's crazy because my dad's always raced cars but he would do like scca more like club like club racing kind of and he recently got into trans am racing which is like considered like you know you have professional drivers like he was racing against people that like one of them was like an indie car racer and like one of them was going to le mans like in france um to race and stuff so super crazy and I was like very emotional watching him because it was very cool and it's just fun. What is that in comparison to like NASCAR? Because I don't know anything about cars. It's like a step below NASCAR. So like, okay, one of our family friends, their son, he's 16, so talented. He came in second, which is insane. Um, In NASCAR or in the- In this, in in Trans Am. Um, Am. So he is like- trying to go to NASCAR. Oh, that's who you posted? Yes. Okay. Um, I was wondering. Who yeah. Was. And I think he has like a shot of going to NASCAR, which would be wow. so crazy. Um, it's almost like- He's 16? He's, he's 16. He just got his license. I know. That's what I was like telling my mom. I was like, imagine <laughs> How like- How is he practicing? I was like, okay, there were, like, I will die on this hill. I don't think the driving age should be 16. I did not have any business being behind Same. the wheel at the age of 16. Same. I crashed two cars my first two years of having my license. <laughs> so. I barely think that we should be allowed to drive now. I agree. I think everything should be higher except the drinking age. I think the voting age and the driving age should be higher. Yeah. 100%. I'm just like everything. The drinking? Meh. Yeah. I, People I, are drinking in Greece. Yeah, at people 10. are drinking anyways. Just give them, give them the right to do <laughs> it. Um, but honestly, th- yeah, like this guy's sixteen, but he started racing go like go karts and stuff when he was really mm-hmm. young. And his mom was like, he was just always really good at it. And then Aww. his dad started racing with like my dad, and that's how he got into like car racing. And he's, it's crazy. It's cool watching someone that's so good at something and like knows, like he knows this is what he wants to do with his life, and he has like sponsorships and like he's extraordinary and i was telling bianca i was like imagine like being good at something like actually good at something. <laughs> it's so funny that you say that because the 
anime convention was this weekend also (laughs) and we had no idea until we were walking around newberry street in the prudential and like all of a sudden you just see a swarm of people just dressed up and like these anime characters and like it wasn't like oh like like people put a lot of time and effort and energy into these costumes and i was like honestly taken aback at first because i was like some of these are so extravagant it's like wild but then i was like Wait, I'm kind of jealous that there are people that are so passionate about something. And then there's me. And I'm like, this podcast is the only thing that I'm living for. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, God. That just seemed like such a dark turn. You know? But I know what you mean. No, it's interesting because. It's awesome. You know what's weird, too? It's like, you know, when you're in high school and people want to be cool. Yeah. That's all anyone wants to do is become cool. And I feel like we tried so hard, like. I know when I was in high school, you want to like join like the right sports teams or maybe at your school, it's like chilling or like whatever it is. You want to dress a certain way and like have like the clothes that like everyone wears and, you know, have your hairstyle the way that everyone styles it. And then the older I've gotten, the more I've realized that like what I used to consider cool. And now I'm just like, that's boring. Like cool is synonymous with boring. And I feel like the interesting people are the ones that maybe when I was younger, I was like, oh, that's weird. And now I'm like, oh no, that's cool that they are like passionate about something. Like it's cool to have a passion and an interest versus us. We have, we have nothing except for the podcast for this baby right here. (laughs) Um, No, I would hundred percent agree, but it was honestly very fun. And then I came back to the city, celebrated my sister's birthday and we watched the Celtics game. I was very into it. I think people get shocked by how competitive I am because I don't look. <laughs> Is that why you're wearing green today? Yeah, for the Celtics. Basically, um, I like don't have like like people wouldn't see me and think athlete or like see me and think basketball no. fan. And I wouldn't blame them. <laughs> and I'm definitely no. like fair weather. Like I'm not following every game. I'm not watching every game. Fair um, weather. Yeah, like I'll like I'll watch when it like suits me. Oh, when it's like I go your bandwagon. I go to well, I go to a decent amount of games and stuff, but I'm not just gonna like throw it on when the Kardashians are on. Like I, (laughs) you know what I mean. So, but like the thing about me is when I am in the midst of you're you're all in. Oh my god! Like I was there with my sister's friends, and they were definitely a little like kind of like all right, Shannon. Like what do you like? Like, What is your purpose here? (laughs) Because I'm like hanging out with her friends at her friend's place, and we're like watching the Celtics game. We'd all like made buffalo chicken dip, like etc. And everyone's kind of watching. Their girls are hanging out. The guys are like, "Oh, it's a crazy call." And I'm like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" I'm like, "You can't make one three, and you're in the NBA." I was like, "That's honestly just that's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed for you. You shouldn't be on the team." And I was like, "Oh, 20 percent below the behind the three point line." I was like, "That's disgusting for an NBA that's player." Disgusting. I'm like, "What is wrong with them?" I was like, "They suck." And like, literally, they were like, "What, Shannon? Like, what's what's going on with you?" And I'm like, "I'm sorry. I'm just so competitive, and I I love to win." <laughs> Aww. it's as if your paycheck is is in their hands. Yeah, and the funny thing is, is like I was probably the only one that didn't bet on the game, but like I just okay, I am I'm embarrassed to admit this, but like it took me until like I don't know last year to realize the reason why guys are so invested in sports is because they have so much money on the game, right? And now it all makes sense, it and makes I would be sense. that lit too if I had a couple hundred or a couple thousand on a freaking yeah. game emphasis on a game it's not real nothing matters (laughs) like it's not real um yeah I definitely think it's part of it I mean I do think guys are just more into sports than girls I think they'd be into it anyways imagine like betting on like I don't know the ballet yeah like is this ballerina gonna like fall you probably (laughs) could bet on the ballet you can should we make that a thing I don't know betting on someone falling you should bet on like the bachelorette oh 
that's actually a good idea. I bet people do. And you know what's weird? Like with the final four. Oh, but you know what sucks? You can Google that. Oh. You can. There Ugh. are spoilers. No, because like that would be a really good idea. Yeah, because the Bachelor is not real. I'm actually pretty good at picking. <laughs> Scripted. Like I can pick usually within the top three. Yeah. I always use, what's his name? Reality Steve. I think he's yeah, the one that does all the spoilers. Ugh, but I'm sure we, like, you can bet on, like, random shit these days. You can. Yeah. Let's, um, let's come up with a side hustle. Just kidding. It's illegal in Massachusetts. Yeah. So boring. Well, everything we say is alleged, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. And, and nothing's real. Nothing's real. Okay. Should we go into junk teats? Okay. <laughs> okay. So, Shannon lives under a rock and didn't know that Johnny Depp won the defamation I case. I did know. You I was did. saying to you earlier, I was like, I can't believe that just happened. Okay, so you didn't learn from the outline? No. No? Okay. All right, I'll give you that. Okay. So, yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> he won. He won. Um, Did we see that coming? Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Kind of. I think so. I mean, I don't know. These days, you never know. No, that's true. You never know. But he was awarded $15 million um, because Amber was found liable for a actually defaming him in that you know washington washington post publication thing that we we spoke about and then what i was confused about was that she was awarded two million dollars so i had to like google that because i was like why is this bitch getting money and i guess now tell me what you do if you were johnny depp okay um so he was found liable for a statement his attorney made to the daily mail calling her claims a hoax so you your attorney cost you $2 million. Would you pay your attorney or would you be like, nah, there's your fee. My $2 million that you cost me. Mm. That's a really good question. Right? I mean, I legally he probably can't do I that. I guess it depends on like whether Johnny Depp wanted him to say mm. that, which I don't know why he would. But like, I don't know. That seems like a kind of a shitty move. Usually an attorney wouldn't do something that could make them liable like on behalf True. of their clients. So part of me is like, did was Johnny Depp behind that or did the lawyer just like mess up? Which I feel like that's weird. Like, yeah. in my mind, it's weird for a lawyer to be interviewed and to say something that could cost their client money because lawyers are supposed to be like unemotional and like detached and just like focus on the facts and stuff. So yeah. To mess up like that is like kind of a big deal. Yeah, that kind of, I didn't have any red flags raised when I read it initially, but now that I'm thinking about it, like that's definitely interesting. Conspiracy Um, theory, maybe? Interesting. It was planned. (laughs) I also have no idea how it all works. I thought about going to law school um, when I was a sophomore in college. So like sometimes (laughs) I feel like I'm basically a lawyer because I was like thinking about it and like considering it. Right, right, right. You took the baby bar like Kim. (laughs) Yeah, I like took the baby bar. Um... (laughs) I like for like for an entire episode of that show. She talked about she said the word bar like fifty like fifty thousand. I know, um, wasn't even the real bar. Honestly, I um I is it hard to win a lawsuit like that? Is what I'm wondering. A defamation lawsuit is it is it hard to win one? Because yeah, you have to have like proof that one they actually did something, and two that it actually affected it, you. Yeah, that like her her actions alone. Because like obviously. Let's say, because didn't isn't this the same thing that what's her face tried to do? Black China tried to do. Yeah. So she lost. let's say that the Kardashians did say something to Black China and like it led to her losing something, but then a bunch of other people said shit too. It'd be hard for her to like pinpoint them, right? And I feel like the thing with defamation is it's so hard because you have to literally prove that like that person was the reason why X Y and Z happened. Yeah. So I feel like that's 
kind of crazy actually that he won unless i'm missing don't something. yeah don't cancel me for saying this because i honestly did not follow the trial at all the only things that i know about it are the recaps from tiktok which obviously don't cover the you know probably hours and hours and hours of this trial but like a part of me wonders if she actually like deserved to win but couldn't win legally because there wasn't enough evidence to back up her claim yeah i just i mean I think i'm just curious we always say on the show like we will never like there's two sides to every story then there's mm -hmm. the truth and we'll never know what actually happened behind closed doors i think it's just like crazy because people like regardless of the trial itself and like what you believe about her or him or whatever i think it's crazy how like our society is so fast to jump right to like finding a bad guy and a good guy yeah. we love to polarize like we love to be like this person's right this person's wrong people don't like to live in a world where there could be two wrongs like people get uncomfortable by the thought of like okay well maybe amber was you know a crazy bitch but maybe johnny depp was an alcoholic and he had some issues like people don't like living in that world they want to like they want to feel like no no one person was innocent and the hero and in the right and the other person was the villain and right. i feel like we love having like good and bad guys i find it so interesting because we do it with everything and then let's say that let's say a bit of evidence were to come out next week that maybe like allegedly like maybe that he did abuse her or something happened i feel like people would be so fast to be like oh my god like poor amber it's so crazy what happens like she overcame it all like they'd be so fast to like completely swip like swap the narrative around because we just like want to have these like two polar opposites yeah i don't know no that's a very valid point because i think there is an element of like i do think she seems a little crazy so I, I mean that's my personal opinion however part of me is like could two truths exist where like maybe she did believe some of this stuff and i don't whether that's right or wrong and maybe he believes what he was saying too like i don't i don't know yeah. i just feel like relationships are so complicated it's just like when you and your boyfriend break up and you talk shit about him and he's probably talking shit about you and like no one knows who's the crazy one and his friends would think like their girl is horrible but like meanwhile her friends think he's the one that's like exactly horrible. so we asked you guys do you so he was okay backpedal also mm -hmm. he sued for 50 million dollars yeah. she countersued for 100 million dollars i'm curious how 15. they went from 50 and 100 to 15 15 and two. i million. don't i have no idea but like, that's just that math don't add up it don't add up i'm no mathematician yeah, no but math it don't add up but so um, i wanted to know if people thought 15 million was a good a good number yeah like does johnny does that does johnny <laughs> deserve more money less money was that a fair amount does he deserve nothing what the people say so no one's like base so seven percent of people said that it was too much money 15 mm. million seven percent okay. which isn't very high 43 percent said it was not enough mm -hmm. 43 percent said that it was a fair amount and then eight percent says said that he deserves nothing so it sounds like obviously people are for the most part agreeing that he, you know, deserved something. Yeah. Um, and that, and not that it was too much, like people don't think that it was too much, but it seems like it was like a complete split between not enough and a fair amount. So I feel like some people were like, you know what? I'd be happy with $15 million. Okay. And then yeah. the other 43% were like, no, like that's not enough because of the fact that he did sue for a hundred. But then he I has to give Amber 2 million. And then how much do you have to pay your lawyers? Yeah. Like, right. It and then it's like, okay, well think about how much money he makes off of a movie. So like 
But this was only that that was the quick that was probably the quickest couple million dollars he made because this was like a what less than two month trial. Yeah, it was fast, right? It was like, like I, six or seven I didn't weeks. Feel like it was that like I thought it was gonna drag out for longer. Me I too. Know. I was confused. I feel like I just I know nothing. I know. Uh, and then the other poll that we posted um because amber heard posted this like long emotional thing about like how this is a step back for women which i might get canceled for saying this so i probably shouldn't say it but i allegedly feel <laughs> that allegedly. i don't like when women make these like blanket statements and then try to be like oh this is for all women i'm like bitch don't don't loop me in like what did i i don't know like and i get what she's trying to get at she's like it sets back the clock to a time where like a woman cannot like speak up without being shamed and humiliated. Like that's not why you countersued him no, for like, women. No, it's not. And she also did a lot of like messed up stuff during the trial that led to all the attention she got. And I do understand, like I do have some level of sympathy for the fact that like, I do think when people jump on the train of like finding the villain and the, you know, the good guy, I think people jump down the villain's throat and they tear them apart. And I don't think that's right by any means. I don't think you should do that to any human. However, as much as I don't think it's right the way that she was treated and the way that she was shamed and humiliated, I don't like the fact that she's like, oh, it sets back the clock for all women. I'm like, what are you, like, no, like, let's not say that. I'm tired of people, like, picking, like, something that happened to them and, like, trying to make it seem like this affects everyone. And, like, maybe it doesn't. Maybe people just thought that you were in the wrong. Right. Anyways, um, we put up a poll. 5% of people said that she should have won, and 95% of people said sucks to suck. So... <laughs> we only got six go. votes for she should have won so i mean which i feel like when you look at the the numbers of the trial and you know all the campaigns and everything that's pretty accurate with like what we've been seeing out there as well yeah it was very heavily favored towards him and part of me is wondering if like the jury or like whoever made or the judge or whoever made the call saw the public and was like we can't like not yeah like, i feel like it would have been such so like people would have been pissed if he didn't if she, win yeah i would have been pissed I know you're supposed to have like blinders on, but like I feel like I would definitely still see what was happening. Yeah. Cause like, isn't to. the jury supposed to like not check like their phones and like not check social media and like so they're not swayed? But I feel like I'd still be swayed. I know the people themselves, like Amber and Johnny, aren't allowed to, but I don't know about the, jur the jury. Oh, I thought they like. I one time cried my way out of being on jury <laughs> Cried? Yeah. What'd you say? Well, they tried to pick me and I was like, I have a job. They're like, we'll pay you. And I was like, yeah, you'll pay me a dollar a day. Like, <laughs> I can't do that. Like, they do pay you to be on jury duty, but it's it's like nothing. Right. And I was like, I have a job. My boss needs me. I can't be out of work. And they, I don't know. I think they just let me go because they didn't want to deal with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we, we've seen this before. We're not, yeah. we're not doing it. Oh, God. Okay. Well, now that that's over, we still have more drama for you guys oh, yeah. because- TikTok is full of drama and the latest TikTok drama is okay. So if you thought mom talk was boring, I got a spicy story for you. So First off, didn't know mom talk existed. So you're not you. on mom talk. Uh, apparently the only, <laughs> I learned that you were saying mom talk was boring and I was like, mom talk is not boring. And then no. I realized you were saying mom talk and I was mom like, talk. okay, I definitely don't know what that is. Yes. Is mm -hmm. it just moms? Mom talk. Yeah. Okay. Like, your t your for you page is like for moms like cater right, to like right. mommy mommy baby shit i don't know Ugh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're like well, Ugh, gross, gross. <laughs> um anyways so okay utah have you ever been i have not been to utah me neither so i have no idea what it's like i heard they have these like soda shops soda shops 
where they like because they don't drink alcohol so instead they just consume a disgusting amount of sugar daily where it's like you go to these shops and you like pick a soda whatever soda you want and then you pick i don't know i'll have we'll have to share i'll have to show you and post it on our story but it's disgusting interesting um that's why i want to visit though i want to try peter do you know what i'm talking about no damn it i I mean like there, there are people in utah that drink I know. Because Michael, <laughs> Michael's been there to go skiing, and I feel like they, they drink. Yeah. But, but are you the talking Mormon about- The Mormon part. The, okay, the Mormon. Yeah, the Mormon right, part right, of Utah. Right. Okay. They okay. don't drink, and they have soda shops instead. And they basically put, like, you pick a soda, you pick, like, a cream, like a milk. Ooh. And then you- Well, a lot of people think it's disgusting, but I'm like, have you ever heard of a root beer float? Like, it's not that gross. Um, I think that sounds amazing. I know. I want to go. I want to try one. But basically, these there's this group of- moms in utah that are like you know it's very normal there to get married at like 22 and like have three kids by 25 like that's very norm there and so there's this group of moms who you know are influencers they made a following on tiktok they're all friends and they're all disgustingly good looking and have really hot husbands and really good looking kids wait so it's a it's a group of moms Mm mm-hmm who are on mom talk yes and they're all famous or they're like they have a lot of followers and they're all friends and they're all pretty and they all have like husbands yes okay so the latest tea is that (laughs) that they are swingers oh so and these are like really like they're like well known like most people who are on tiktok a lot would probably know what these people are yeah like have like millions of followers like there's this girl called taylor frankie paul and she confirmed in a TikTok live stream that her and her husband were in an open relationship and are now getting divorced. And she revealed that she was previously hooking up with a man whose wife was allegedly swinging with Tate. However, she also clarified that the apparent cheating incident and alleged sw- swinging is not the only reason for their split. But basically, so this girl is taking down the whole group with her oh. saying like, Basically, I guess they had rules where that they they were soft swinging. I'm putting that in quotation marks because it's either you're swinging or um, you're yeah, not. Yeah, wait, what? Yeah, and so they had rules that <laughs> like, like a whole like. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want to get into it because like it's kind of weird, but like there was rules behind the swinging where it's like they had to be there and that it's like not cheating and that they can only do it within their friend group. I don't know, but basically, I guess there's rumors that this one couple in the friend group like the girl the wife and the husband of someone else started like hooking up without the other couple okay so she's basically like her marriage isn't working out Mm -hmm. she's obviously like feeling some type of way so then she starts putting this other cup the other couples on blast and it's like one of the women was hooking up with one of she was the woman oh and she's like i was hooking up with a, a husband yeah one of the other husbands without yeah. anyone else knowing so it was like full-on cheating mm-hmm. oh and so now they're so all she put fighting. herself on blast i guess that's weird i guess i mean because everyone's already speculating that they're all cheating and that they're all swinging i guess like the, it's just coming like because they weren't public about the swinging until this and so now they're claiming no no like it's okay it was just swinging and then the other moms are like coming in and be like no we're not swingers they just cheated like liar liar pants on fire I don't know. It's all alleged, all drama, but I think it was very fascinating because I feel like no one ever talks about swingers and open marriages and how, I mean, I personally believe that they're not a good idea, but I know it works for some people, 
But this is, I feel like what happens when you get married at 20 years old and think that you're with like the one and then you're stuck in this unhappy marriage with kids and then it's like you feel stuck and so you cheat and then you call it swinging and it's not. I just like, I feel like I've been hearing a lot about like swingers lately and I don't really get, I don't really understand why. I don't Like I feel like the, the older I get and maybe this is a classic example of like when you're young you like think you see the world do like rose colored glasses to an extent like I know we always talk about how when we were in college we thought we'd be like married with kids by the time we were 26 and the older you get the more you think about like you know the way that the world actually works and finances and relationships and whatever so maybe the swinging has always been there I just haven't noticed it but I feel like the older I get I keep hearing about like people who are swingers and I'm like I don't know I mean this is probably like uh, I know the world we live in today, like anything goes. I personally just find it to be a little disturbing. I, I don't know. I think, I think it's like, why, why do you want that? Or like, why are you married? Like, do you think they're doomed for divorce? I don't even know. I mean, I guess there are people that do it and they're happy, but like, I don't understand how that could be the case. I didn't, I also don't understand why you want to do that. Like, I just don't get it. But maybe th- like in that, maybe that's my journey, <laughs> but like, maybe it's not someone else's. I literally have no idea, but yeah. I do think that like, I feel like with anyone where like you see people who have, you know, all these like followers and it always seems like we always talk about this, have like the best life. I do always think that there's shit happening behind the scenes, whether it's swinging or like something else. But I always think that there's like more to the story. Because I'm sure so many people saw these moms and were probably like, oh my God, they're like these moms and they like bounced back like after their babies and they're like so perfect and all such best friends and happy. And it's like, there's always so much more to the story than what you see. And like, there's more than like, you know, the people that look the happiest might be the most miserable. Yeah. Also, can we talk about the fact that bounce back culture is so toxic? Like bounce back after pregnancy? Yeah. Like what's with, I feel like all I see these days is moms who just gave birth like a week ago and they're like showing off their stomachs. And I I actually think it's so like, it's like good for you, but also it's, it sets this like weird level of like pressure on women that just had babies. And it's like the last thing you should be thinking about when you just had, a, and I get if it was like in six months and you're like getting your bod back, whatever. Or if you do bounce back and you're just like a naturally thin person, good for you. But like the constant posting it, it just like makes everyone feel like shit because that's honestly not super normal. No, I, I feel know. like most people don't bounce back. Obviously I think, what is it? The younger you are, the easier it is to bounce right. back. Or maybe like after your first baby you can. Yeah, I feel like the more you have, it probably goes downhill. I don't really I just know, like you have but... people like Kylie Jenner who have a baby and then they have like a tummy tuck probably right after like mm-hmm. the baby's born. And like, that's not normal. Yeah, And it's it's okay if you like gain some weight and it takes time to lose it. It's okay if you gain weight and you don't lose it. I will say TikTok has really helped normalize a lot of things. Like I've seen, I don't know how the hell I've ended up on bounce back TikTok, but like <laughs> I've seen... I, I literally saw recently this one girl post like progression pictures and videos of her stomach, mm-hmm. like the months leading after giving birth. And like it took a while. She was like, why didn't anyone tell me that? Like it takes a while for your stomach to like deflate. Right. Because right like, they literally the, just deflate. Because the baby isn't that big. So like after the baby's born, it's not like your stomach just completely goes down. No. Yeah. But no one. No one tells you that in school. No one tells you shit. Anyways, God, well, sucks that they're going through it. Um, I don't know. 
Not for me. You know me. I'm a jealous gal. I don't like to share. I was an only child growing up. So yeah. swinging is not going to be in my future. But <laughs> I mean, if it's true, hopefully their friend group doesn't fall apart. I feel like it already is. So good luck. Um, Best of luck to you. <laughs> speaking of another friendship, Liam Payne and Zane. What is it? Malik? Malik. 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 What band were they in? One Direction. One Direction. Okay. Back so, in the day. The heydays, if you will. Back in the days. Were you a One Direction fan? Like kind I was, a, I was a fan of some of their songs. Is that "Baby You Light Up My World"? Like, no. Body is that them? the way that you hang your hair makes me overwhelmed? <laughs> oh my god, it was so good. Is that them? Maybe I am a fan. <laughs> am, am I a fan? Wow. What is what is their fan called? The Directioners. directioners. The Directioners. Ah, classic. Is it the Directioners? I think, so. I think that's. No. I think I would. I'd. I expected more of them. The I was always. I was more of. A, I was always a Zane fan. Because like, I feel like girls with the hot one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's the one that like got with uh, Gigi. Gigi. Yeah. Which I know these days he's controversial, but mm -hmm. back in the day he was kind of like the bad boy. And then I feel like Harry Styles was like the cute one. All the girls were like, oh, <gasps> that's where Harry Styles is from. Yeah. And I don't, okay. I never thought Harry Styles was cute. I didn't understand the allure. He looks like a child. I was like, he looks like a newborn baby. Like that's weird <laughs> that you think he's cute. Like that's weird. Yeah. And Zane was like kind of like he, edgy. He probably has no facial hair. Is that it? Yeah, like just like very like the he looks like a Gerber baby. <laughs> like I feel like you could take Aww. Harry Styles' face and he could be like a Gerber baby. And I know everyone likes Harry Styles, so I probably shouldn't have said that, but that's just like my my vibe. Well, it's like the same thing with um, who's that new art? Jack Harlow. Yeah, I don't I don't see the I like his music. I don't see the physical appeal yeah i don't he doesn't does, he yeah teach their own though yeah, eyes teach their own what is it beauty's in the eye of the beholder, the beholder it's yeah. true yeah well <laughs> back to liam and zane so okay during a recent interview with logan paul if you guys i feel like we've talked about them before yeah. um impulsive liam was on the impulsive podcast and they were talking about zane and he said like he will always be on his side but then went to go on and talk about the many reasons why he dislikes him. I love that. I love that. It's like when you're like, oh, no offense, but. Yeah. What is that saying? We've said it on here before. I love you because and like or you, you like what you is like it? because and you love despite. Yeah. Something like that. That's basically what Liam said in this interview. Um, let me let me let me get my spark notes. OK. Um, obviously. There was drama with Gigi and he never supported that. He kind of did admit that he was kind of a douchebag in that. Um, he said, there's many reasons why I dislike Zane. And there's many reasons why I'll always, always be on his side. Liam said that his parents are overly supportive to the point where it's annoying at times. Zane had a different upbringing in that sense. Um, he goes... You can always look at the man for where he is and say, oh, yeah, whatever. That guy is a douchebag, right? But at the end of the day, once you understand what he's been through to get to that point and also whether or not he actually even wanted to be there. Also, I don't know. He goes on to say that, like, basically his childhood is the reason, like, his upbringing and his parents are the reason why he's such a douchebag now. Oh, this is so he's out. like... I understand why he is the way he is. I don't agree with a lot of things that he says or does, but I'm still going to stand by his side. And at first I was like, 
okay, that's like a mature take to it. I, I get where you're coming from. But at the same time, I was like, eh, it's kind of odd. Like, at what point do you, like, hold people accountable for, I don't know. Like, you can't let your upbringing be an excuse for being a douchebag your entire life. I'm honestly so glad you said that because I'm so sick of people using their freaking childhoods as an excuse for everything. Like, eventually, you need to take ownership of the fact that you're an adult. I'm yeah. so, I, like, I'm, I don't even know. I can't even talk about it because it's going to make me so mad. I'm so sick of people acting like assholes and then being like oh it's because like my like my mom like wasn't like super nice to me and like wasn't supportive like, <laughs> i don't give a shit at this go point. to therapy when you're in high school if that was your excuse fine yeah fine. you're like living under your parents roof like you're a child you're developing fine like if you're a little asshole because your parents are mean to you fine but like at this point we're adults zane is probably like 30 years old like I no longer have any sympathy for you. None. Want to know why? Because I know a lot of people that were born into horrible situations, probably way worse than little pretty boy Zane, to be honest. And again, I don't know his, I don't know his upbringing. So maybe that sounds insensitive, but I feel like I've known people growing up that have been in horrible situations, didn't have like either parent and like we're in just horrible, horrible situations that like overcame that and were a nice, decent human being and like made something of themselves, not even like financially, just as like a human. Yeah. And that's cool. And you have the ability to do that. And I feel like people like so long as you're making excuses for your behavior and you're blaming it on your parents or on your childhood, you're never going to grow as a person because you're always going to have that foot like in the door of like, oh, well, I get to be an asshole because like I had a, a crutch. You can, you can use it as a crutch. The yeah. second that you stop like looking at yourself and or, like stop playing that card, you're going to be able to grow. And if you can't do that, you're always going to be, you're always going to suck and you're always going to be an asshole. Sorry. I literally just vented. <laughs> I just, I'm so sick of that. And I feel like people always say it. I'm like, shut up. I don't care. No, it's true. And I feel like I was in that boat a couple years ago. Cause I mean, people probably wouldn't actually, I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe it is obvious. Cause I talk about me needing therapy all the time but like if people only knew my childhood and stuff they'd probably be like oh like abby turned out pretty okay for like her childhood and it's like yeah because i mean at one point i was mentally unstable i was psycho i was not a nice person and like obviously i still have room to grow but like who i was like 10 years ago five years ago right completely different person but I also and that's how it should be you just mentioned like you because i don't ex i understand like your childhood can mess you up and like that's fine but you took the steps like you went to therapy mm. like you took ownership and i've also never heard you make excuses and be like oh i'm yeah. acting this way because of my childhood like right I, I feel like it's the taking the ownership like you can be as much of a jerk as you want like that's fine but just don't like blame it on your childhood still to this point right Ugh. so i don't know i i thought it was interesting i I thought it was cute that he stood up for his friend because you would hope that your friend does that for you. That's but um, at the same time, like, do you really want to be surrounded by people that are like stuck yeah. in their, stuck. I don't know. Yeah, just stuck. I know. I don't know. I agree with that. I, him and Gigi are like not together, right? Like very much not no, together. No, I was just reading that. Did you know that he had to come, Zane had to complete an anger management class um, after the Yolanda thing that happened? Yeah. And then it says, as well as be screened for and if approved, complete a domestic violence supervision course. Wow. He's a bad boy. That's crazy. Yeah. So they're just like sharing custody of their child now. Yes. And he faced up to 90 days of probation. Oh. Interesting. 
Yeah. That's so sad. It I was is. like rooting for them. I didn't know all this. I didn't know that he was a douchebag. I honestly had no idea, but I, to be honest, didn't really look into it very much. Yeah. So when they like got back together after all those years, I was like, oh my gosh, they're back together. They're having a baby. I thought he was going to propose to her, but alas. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it for drunk deeds. I feel like oh, we didn't have any positive news. Oh, I guess one positive news Heidi Montag's pregnant. Yeah, Heidi Montag's pregnant. Did you I, watch The Hills? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. I freaking, I think I love all the like misfit boys. Like I loved Spencer. You I love like, Scott Disick. Wait, you liked you like <laughs> Spencer? I mean, I love Scott Disick, but like I feel like Spencer is. I mean, he, I, I mean, I didn't like, lo- I wasn't like rooting for them to be but together, he, but he like he like added, yeah. yeah, like he added entertainment to the show. I was like, you know, he's like Scott, like where would. I mean, the drama be with I've him. always liked a good villain or a yeah. good anti-hero, especially when they're like charismatic and funny. Mm-hmm. Scott's the best. But yeah, Spencer. I mean, say what you will about them. Like they did stay together after all these years. Yeah. Like their relationship can't be too bad. This is their second child. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, shit. I don't know. When did they have their how first old kid? Are, like, are they like 40? Like, Let me Google it. They? I feel like everyone's having babies in like their 40s. Heidi Mont um age oh she's only 35 okay so they're not that old no Never mind. i didn't know she had an, a kid already though i think they had like one child and gunner yes what a dumb name <laughs> <laughs> gunner wait i will say that i think the one thing we're not like i feel like on this show we really try to be like positive about like actually no we're definitely can, <laughs> we definitely can be assholes about like appearances i don't, i i do i do think that but i think we're the worst with names like we're making not making fun of names yeah and like that's like so out of people's control like it's not your i fault mean it was in name. heidi's control and she landed oh, on gunner i know but like gunner? i feel like we just pick names and we just bully them <laughs> and people are definitely <laughs> listening and they're like what the, like jessica what is <laughs> jessica poor jessica uh. jessica's not even that bad of a name i think that's why we chose jessica because it's like it's it's easy it's simple it's classic i don't know any jessicas so i don't know safe. any jessicas <laughs> it's safe i'm sorry i know jessicas have messaged us being like my name is jessica yeah i'm sorry about, about that. that um but yeah i don't know oh i actually meant to ask you this oh, earlier Lord. Because I was just thinking of Heidi and I was thinking of Spencer and I was thinking of proposals and I was thinking about this dream I had the other night. Okay, so I had a dream that Michael proposed to me, Mm -hmm. but the ring was like so small and so ugly. Like I hated it. Like it wasn't like, oh, like, you know, he put the thought in and like I can appreciate it. It was like very like not me and it was tiny and like I wasn't, I was started sweating and you know those dreams where they just feel so real that you're like, oh, this is my life. Like yeah. I woke up fully expecting to have to deal with this. <laughs> and so anyway, so he proposes, I hate the ring. I see it. I, it opens up. And I literally was like gasp. You know how like there's the girls always gasp and they put their hands over their mouth and it's like this romantic, it's always the photo of them being like, oh, yeah. oh my God. So I was doing that out of horror because I hated the ring. <laughs> and all I could think about was the ring. And I was like, in my head, I was like, do I say no, even though I want to marry him, but do I say no to the ring? Like say yes to the dress except reverse. <laughs> Do I say yes to him and no to the ring or do I just say no or do I just say yes? Like, what's the thing that you do in that situation? So anyways, I, I think I, I was like, yes. And then I think I told him like two days later, I hated the ring. And he was like, oh, I didn't know <laughs> or something. Like, like I, I had to find a way like- Does Michael break- know this? Yeah. Is he finding out right now? I like fi- <laughs> had to find a way to break it to him that I hated the ring. And then 
we like went to different ring stores and then all of a sudden I was like looking, this is, I don't know why this is like literally the worst nightmare ever. I was trying to explain to the jeweler like what ring I wanted and I want the, you know, rectangle, like elongated radiant cut, like cushion cut, like whatever engagement ring. I look at my phone to like pull up my Pinterest board of like all like the you know 200 photos that I have of the ring that I want that I send to Michael like every single week. They were all gone. And then I looked at my messages and my photos and they were all gone too. So I started going crazy and I was like, oh my God, did I just imagine this ring? And I couldn't explain it and no one could find it. And then his family and my my family found out that I hated the ring and they all thought I was like a bitch. And I was like <laughs> freaking God. out. I woke up drenched in sweat and I texted Michael. And I was like, oh my God, what you, like, I'm freaking out. Like, you, did you buy me an ugly ring? He was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, it was a dream. Because I literally thought it was real. When Imagine I was- dreams are like forecasting the future or like, yeah. like your dream knows something that you don't know. Like maybe he bought the ring. Like sometimes I think about that. I'm Low like, key. what if, like, what if that actually happened? But then I thought about it and I was like, what do people do? Like, there's no way. I think you did the right thing in your dream. I think you say yes. And then you tell You them. live in the moment. Cause like you're saying yes. You're, you, I, you know you're saying yes to the man, right? Yeah. Not, not just the <laughs> ring. Like, there's a whole person that comes with the right, ring. Right, right. I did read that somewhere. That yeah. There's like, it's like, a, okay. it's about the, like, the relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, you say yes to the man, and then, like, a couple days later after you're done, like, but honeymooning. You, but can you tell him? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's, people I was just have. thinking about it because, I mean, luckily, Michael and I have been together for so long that, like, obviously he knows what I want because we talk about it and I've yeah. seen him pictures of what you do when you've been dating for a long time. But there's a lot of couples who like date for a few months or date for a year and maybe the girl didn't even show the guy what she wanted and he just kind of like went in and, and picked something out. Like what happened to Nicole initially before he yeah. got her the ring she wanted. And I'm like, there has to be girls that were completely blindsided and hated the ring and like how do they deal with it? Like if that's happened to you and you're listening, please tell me. I'm very curious. Like I, I'm anxious just thinking about it and I need to know. Well, I think it's safe to say it's probably never going to happen to you because Michael knows exactly what you want. He's not stupid. He's going to get you what you want. And yeah, it's going to be great. I think in your dream, you did the right thing. I think it's totally fine. Like you have to wear that ring for like at least 10 years until you can get an upgrade. Like you better like look down and want to look at that ring every day. And I'm also like not even like in like a weird way of like being spoiled or like selfish where I'm like, I want this. I think. Why not? Well, no, I think it's more so like what you said about like you have to kind of wear it like forever. Yeah. Just crazy. So one of my friends, like their boyfriend was talking to them and she was like, oh, this is like the type of ring that I like. And he was like, yeah, but I think I'd want to like surprise you. I think for the. You don't, you don't surprise someone with that. For the fact alone that we get our period every single month, I think we're allowed to be spoiled and selfish for one item that we want in our life. There are many reasons why we deserve to have the ring, the exact ring that we want. But that, I think, is up there on the top of reasons why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'd I'd, I'd be happy living in a cardboard box with the ring that I want. (sighs) Okay, so I have another... And I know, okay, I know we are not supposed to talk about work on this podcast. You know, our whole motto is talk about everything and everything under the sun except for work. But I have another embarrassing work story. You've had a lot of embarrassing work yeah, stories. Yeah, I know. I'm not happy about it, honestly. <laughs> um, I'm not going to dive into the first embarrassing work story that we shared. Go back an episode or two and you'll find it. But basically, like, I'm already on thin ice with my reputation at work. Right. Not like your performance, but like no. your, your street cred. My, at, at yeah, work. my social 
life at work. And okay, so I'm just gonna tell you. Okay, so I'm gonna. F- I'm just gonna tell. I'm you. gonna first. It's honestly not a big deal, but like you'll understand later. I'm gonna name a couple colleges that um, my colleagues have graduated from okay and and this isn't weird because like you can forget it's honestly on our website you can look at it on linkedin if you want like this isn't weird that i know this but and that i'm the sharing fact it that you're like saying like, <laughs> i know the fact that you keep saying how like it's not weird <laughs> is making me like when you first were like oh these are the colleges they graduated from i thought nothing okay but now i'm starting to feel like it might be weird you, you can be the judge. You let me know after. But the, but I'm saying it because it's important for the story. Okay. Some colleges that my coworkers have graduated from. Williams College, Seton Hall, Brown University, Duke, Bentley University, Tufts, Dartmouth, Princeton. Dartmouth. Northeastern, and Boston College. Okay. So and good, then there's me. good schools. Good schools. And then there's me. Good old URI, URI. right? Go Bobcats. <laughs> No. <laughs> Rams. Go Rams. Bobcat sounded better. Oh god. Okay. So so very you're just, like, you're just a simple state school gal. Yeah. You went to a few keggers. Yeah. And they were they were going to like class. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So <laughs> we had so we had a coworker already that went to Dartmouth. And so we had another new hire start. And she goes to Dartmouth. And so we're all like at lunch talking and whatever. And I didn't know that she went there, right? So I hear Dartmouth. And again, this is me inserting myself in conversations that like I shouldn't be doing. And I go, oh, Dartmouth, UMass? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. I knew you were going to go there. Well, how did I know? I go, UMass, right? And they're like, no, like Dartmouth, like. Dartmouth. Like Dartmouth. Like and I was Dartmouth like, University. I had to Google it. The Ivy League school. I had to Google it. What? I forgot. You didn't know? No, I forgot. I forgot. Once I found out it was an Ivy League, I immediately wanted to quit. Oh. I was like, oh. I was like, oh, I was just, I know a couple of people that went Okay, there. well, in your defense, like, I live in New Hampshire, or my parents live in New Hampshire, and I grew, I went to UNH, so obviously I knew about Dartmouth, because it's, in, well, it's the only Ivy League school in, in New Hampshire. It's in New Hampshire. Oh, hmm. news to me. Hmm. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> I immediately thought, you know, we're in Massachusetts. That is so, you're like, oh my gosh, Dartmouth? Like, UMass Dartmouth? <laughs> yeah. Like, Wait, that I is know. so funny, because one time, my, so Michael's friend, Boldy, and I'm sure at this point he wouldn't mind me not, like, sharing this story, because it was, like, five <laughs> years ago, but when my sister first met him, he went to UMass Dartmouth with with mystery man and which is why you said that like that makes yeah sense. anyways so he was talking to bianca and she was like oh my god like because he said something about dartmouth and she's like oh my god like you go to dartmouth like and he was like yeah and she was like is it like so difficult and he's like yeah like it's honestly like <laughs> he like went with it and he like never fessed up about it and so she spent the next like three years thinking he was like a genius who went to dartmouth and then i was like wait no he went to umass dartmouth but anyways, That's so wait, funny. so that makes sense because so, your boyfriend went to UMass Dartmouth. Yeah. So it does make sense that you heard Dartmouth and you thought that and you were yeah. just trying to calm. Oh, like, yeah. I was just going to be like, converse. oh, do you know so-and-so? But no, I immediately stopped talking and I You're like, hey, do you know Dirty Bike? You're like, you know Paul who did that keg stand freshman year? They're yeah. like, we didn't do that. Like, yeah, we went no. to Dartmouth. And we studied. Um, <laughs> no, like really happy for you. Um, but... So I said that, and I don't know why I was so embarrassed, but I was, and I still am to this day. 
so embarrassed. But it just has been, honestly, I don't know what it is, but work has just been affecting my mental health lately so bad. Really? Yeah. And it's not for the reasons that you would think. Like, I'm not stressed about work. I have a great boss, great coworkers, smart coworkers. Um, work for a great company, have a great job, great benefits. Honestly, couldn't be in a better situation. But like things just keep happening at work where I'm like, Socially. oh my God, <laughs> I need to work from home so that I only speak when spoken to oh. because I can't keep doing this anymore. Like I generally, I know, I don't know if, if people would think I'm introverted, but like I low key kind of am. Yeah. Like I, I'm very quiet and shy when you first get to know me. And unless I know you, like, I'm not going to speak if spoken to. I'm not going to, like, insert yourself. But I've been trying to fit in at work. I've been trying. Oh, you've been trying. I've been trying I to think make that's friends. Cute. I think that's cool. Well, not, like, fr- I guess making friends. I don't know. I'm just trying to not be a loner. Like, I work for a very small company. There's, like, right. 30 of us in in Boston, five of five or six in London, and we're a small company. Everyone knows everyone. I want to like be a part of the team and like actually know my coworkers. Yeah. And it might be even harder at a small company because like everyone knows each other and it's probably like one big click versus at a huge company where you could probably just find people that like you get along with. Cause there's so right. many more people to choose from. Exactly. I think it's cool that you're putting yourself out there. Yeah. But now I think I'm going to stop <laughs> because I can't do this anymore. But at the same time, like honestly, like I feel like, not fitting in is one of the worst feelings and like it got to the point where I literally would just sit at my desk overthinking overanalyzing every single thing that I've ever said and I'm like oh my god my coworkers probably think I'm so weird oh my god my coworkers probably think I'm a bitch and I'm like do I I know I joked about this on the podcast before I was like do I need to quit like I've already ruined my reputation they already think I'm weird like what do I do and it just hit me that like I feel like as humans feeling like you belong is like key to so feeling it, it's like key to feeling fulfilled in life like you don't have to want to fit in at work but whether it's you know at school within a community within a friend group within your family like everyone wants to feel like they're wanted and accepted for who they are whether or not you want to admit it but when you feel rejected especially socially it's honestly a shitty feeling and this is the first time in a while that I've felt like I don't belong. And I'm like, shit. You know what's crazy? Like, the idea of, like, the cool kids or cool... Like, that never goes away. And I remember when I was in high school, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, you graduate high school, and then that's kind of over, like, the clicks. It's never over. No. Like, it doesn't matter if you're in college or if you're in the workforce or if you're retired. I'm sure there's retirement communities where it's clicky. Like, it it never really goes away. Like, that feeling of wanting to fit in and there are people being, like there being different like levels socially where these people are considered cool and these people are considered like elite. And then there's people that are considered like not as cool. Like I think it's so bizarre how humans work. It's like we create these social constructs and, but like no one's actually really happy living in them. I don't know. Um, the thing is so happy. Like I think, and I mean, I don't know. Like I don't know these people, but I almost feel like you have this like advantage where like, you are like the state school girl. Maybe you didn't go to Harvard, but I don't know. I feel like you add like a different flair. And I feel like it's all perspectives. Like I think your perception might be like, oh my God, these people think I'm so weird. And like I said the wrong Dartmouth and like I shouldn't even speak anymore. But what if when you said that, one of the people sitting at the table actually thought that was like hilarious that you said that. 
No, and maybe they're. <laughs> oh, I. <laughs> maybe not. But I just remember like a few weeks ago, I was at some like thing, some function. I don't even remember. And this girl was like telling, like talking to me, and we get to talking. And I've been working with her for years. And she was saying, she's like, oh my gosh, I've always loved you. I've always thought you were so funny. And I was like, really? I thought this girl like didn't like me. Like she doesn't really say hi to me in the hallway, like whatever, not mm -hmm. a big deal. But she was like giving me all these examples of like things that like interactions we'd had over the past like five years. And she was like, I loved this. And this was so fun. We'd, and I like didn't even think that, like I didn't realize that that's how she felt. Yeah. And all these interactions that I thought maybe she thought I was being like annoying or stupid. She actually was like, no, I thought you were really funny here. I thought this was great. I feel like, I don't know. It's like, just so hard to know what's going on in someone's head. And so should I ask? <laughs> yeah, maybe what just ask. Hey do? guys, like, remember my Dartmouth joke last week? Like, did that land? Or like, <laughs> do you guys have it? What do you guys think of that? Honestly, just open and honest. Like, I'm working on my materials. Like, what is your name? See, like, I <laughs> wish I could do that, but I can't. Or like, did you make a joke after? Like, oh my gosh, classic. Sorry, I went to URI. Like, it's a no state school mindset, baby. Stay school, state of mind. <laughs> but then, but then I would have said that, and then I would have thought for the rest of the day. Oh my god, do they think that I'm mocking them? Do I think? Do they think that I think that they're snooty because they went to really good college? I mean, obviously, because if they weren't that. Because if they weren't snooty, they'd be like, oh my gosh, no, like Dartmouth. Sorry, like should have like they didn't say that they're like Dartmouth. That's snooty. I mean, I would do the same thing if I went to Dartmouth. I'd be such a bitch. I'd be like, <laughs> I went to Dartmouth, actually. The one who went to Dartmouth didn't even say it. Oh, yeah. She, I don't I don't think she even heard me say it. So I'm like, oh, my God, I hope she doesn't think. I hope I didn't offend her. <laughs> I also think, like, we talk about this. We worked together at, like, a very young company. Like, a lot of people who are, like, in their early 20s or, like, mid-20s or whatever. And, like, don't know how to work, like, you know, act in the workplace yet and are like trying to make friends or like trying to fit in. And, you know, a lot of the people went to state schools. So it's like you naturally have so much in common with them. And I feel like maybe working for a company where people are like a little bit, you know, maybe like in their like 30s or like 40s and went to more like prestigious schools and stuff. I feel like it'd be hard for anyone to fit into that, you know? Yeah. They're just like a different type of person that we're used to. They always say where you went to school doesn't matter once you're out of school. No one cares until you have a new hire that's and everyone's playing that. Oh, do you know so and so? And then in that instant, just keep quiet. Just, but <laughs> honestly, like, don't worry about it. it. It not only that, but like my social anxiety has been at an all time high, and I feel like it's not normal to like get to literally almost have a nervous breakdown when your coworkers are like, "Oh, do you want to get drinks after work?" Yeah, <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. Uh, they, it was a very spur of the moment. So I got drinks after work with my coworkers for the first time. I think it was last week before the long holiday. And I literally almost didn't go because I was like overthinking, oh my God, do they actually want me there? Was this a pity invite? What, do, what if I go? Like I'm already awkward enough. Add booze. Get, who knows what Gail what will do or say? What if you start slamming plates? What if I start? Yeah, they don't know that I have a throwing fork thing. They don't know you like that yet. They don't know me like that yet. Yeah. But the only way for them to get to know me is to put myself out there. And honestly, I sat there. They had already left, so half of, half of everyone already left, and I sat at my desk for twenty minutes, debating, contemplating. I was texting one of my friends, and I was like, "Oh my god, what do I do? Do I go?" And she was trying to hype me up so much. And the only reason why I ended up going is because the other half of the people who I didn't realize didn't leave yet, didn't leave yet. And so I ended up, they were like, they swung by my desk. They're like, oh, you coming? And I was like, 
uh, yeah, sure. And honestly, like it wasn't that bad. It was fine. And, you know, this week we're getting drinks after work again. And this okay. time it's planned. So now I can, you know, mentally prepare myself. But I'm like, I need to get a grip on my anxiety because it's holding me back in life and it's making me not sleep at night. And I think it's like big that you can even like admit that though. Cause a yeah. lot of people might feel what you're feeling and just be like, okay, yeah, this like, I'm just not going to be able to try this. But the yeah. fact that you did go, I feel like is a huge step and you should give yourself credit for that. Yeah. And honestly, like things are like, life is meant to be uncomfortable. You know that I love this quote. It's like my favorite quote in the world. Which do you want the pain of staying where you are or the pain of growth? Aww. Like both ways are pain. Cause I feel like people get so scared of like putting themselves out there, trying something new. Cause they're like, what if I put myself out there and I get rejected? What if I put myself out there and nobody likes me? What if I crack that joke and no one laughs? Like what if I try to relate to someone and they dismiss me? Like that's so painful to think about, right? Like that mm -hmm. pain of putting yourself out there. But you know, what's just as painful is not taking any of those chances and then sitting there wondering what if I put myself out there? What if I tried to crack that joke? What if I tried to make friends with more people? And then you're, you have all this pain. Cause you're like, I'm alone and I didn't, like try to grow. I didn't try to put myself out there. I think people have to realize like either way you're going to have pain. It's not like one way you avoid it. And it's like, which pain do you prefer? And I think it's cool that you're trying to put yourself out there. And yeah, maybe there's some people that aren't receptive, but screw them. Like it's their loss. Like you're a great person. And if they don't want to be a part of that, like that's completely like they have less, they have less fun in their life. They have less gale. <laughs> everyone everyone needs some gale now <laughs> honestly that was a really good perspective like you're gonna be uncomfortable no matter what you might as well put yourself out you there. know when you like don't go to the party that all your friends went to because you're like anxious about going out and then the whole night you're like anxious that you FOMO. didn't go that's painful as well just as painful as making yourself go you're gonna you're gonna be in pain life is pain <laughs> moral of the story um everything is pain everything sucks nothing's fun um you're gonna get bullied for the rest of your life um and yeah that's basically it but no, no honestly, moral I, of the story is push yourself out of your comfort zone push yourself everything's temporary um i'm still an idiot oh, um still okay. need to brush so up on my ivies what how did I not know Dartmouth? Like, come on. Oh, your IVs. Okay. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll do the whole like Ivy flashcards. <laughs> like we'll run it back. We'll do our states and capitals just in case no. that comes up. up no, in that Someone, mm -mm. anyone, if you run into Abby, like just <laughs> ask her like what this, the capital of like anything, anything is, <laughs> or like ask her like geographically, like somewhat geographically where Michigan might that's, be. That's my weakness. Okay. It's my struggles. I don't know a lot of them. Okay. Can't have it all. I think that you are lovely and I think that you add a little flair. <laughs> and I think even if you're not the like Ivy league person, I feel like think about how boring it would be to be surrounded by a bunch of other people that are also Ivy league goers. Like I'd want a little state school flair in my life. Maybe that's why they hired me. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why. You never know. Well, baddies, that's all we had for you this week. Thanks so much for tuning in. Follow us on Instagram. It's drinksafterwork underscore. Follow us on TikTok. It's drinksafterwork. What else? Is that The it? Facebook group. You're doing oh, good. Join our private Facebook group. We have 6,000 baddies waiting to be friends with you, waiting to get drinks after work with you. So Join us. It's Drinks After Work Boston Baddies or just go to our Instagram bio. The link to join the Facebook group is there and we will see you baddies next week. Yes. Have a blessed day. <laughs> Goodbye. <Bye. laughs>